The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello there. How are you doing? All well? You're looking rather fabulous. Uh, we're back with another episode of Spin the Rally Pod. I'm rally fan Lisa O'Sullivan. And we're getting to grips with the Grand Prix of Gravel and Rally Estonia. Colin Clark, voice of Rally, David Evans, senior staff writer for Dirtfish.com, and our marvellous former motorsport team boss, George Donaldson, all in attendance, ready to enthuse and get all excited about Rally Estonia. And I'm going to start, chaps. Um, two, two things that were, I noticed very outstanding from a distance. Uh, it looked like it was very hot where you were in Estonia and it looked like lots and lots of fans were enjoying rally just like we used to do in pre-COVID days. Yeah, yeah, it was great, Lisa. Oh, by the way, um, you saying we're all looking marvellous this morning, that didn't apply to me, George and David, obviously. <laughs> well, I hope it no, didn't. I really no, hope it didn't. No, it's far too early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Estonia was great and you're absolutely right. It was, it was fantastic to see the fans back out on the stages. You know, we saw we saw um fans in limited numbers and we've seen them throughout the year but but there were a lot of fans back in Estonia and yeah it, it felt you know what was the big thing was that we actually saw spectators back in the service park and that was the first time we've seen that on a rally since Mexico last year um it looked like a proper start of a rally oh, start, you know, with the whole town me. center start you know well, it, you know, it wasn't town center but it, it was in the in this this incredible Exhibition National Museum Centre. It's built on an old airbase, um, and it's a fantastic piece of architecture. This museum and the service park is there, and they built this. It, it looked like a rock concert venue, David, didn't it? It was incredible <laughs> the effort they'd put into it, um, and the, the whole production and the, the setting and all the rest at the start. It just it got you in the mood. That's for sure. It did, but don't forget, Cole. There was the there was a. Um... A sort of parade, wasn't there, on the Wednesday oh, afternoon parades. as well, yeah. right in the yeah. centre of of Tartu, which they brought all of the. That, that's the, the the stuff I've seen the pictures. Yeah, of, no, I mean. it was it was cool, and all of the the people dancing in their national dress and stuff. It was really it was it, it felt almost normal again. Uh, you know, you'd probably in terms of a crowd, it, it, the crowd wasn't quite as big as the non spectator Croatia, uh, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> but it was no, it was great, and it was really weird because I was looking back through pictures yesterday to to put with stories and stuff, uh, and in in the in the archive of pictures, I was looking at something and oh, which event's that? Because it we got so used to seeing uh, what what Estonia looks like in sort of autumn last year, we kind of collated all of those pictures, but the pictures from this year look completely different because the gravel is such a totally different color. It's so much lighter. There's so much more dust. Uh, it was it was a very, very different rally, a very different nature of rally this year, I'd have to say. The other big question, David, that I have for you, um, still wearing the corduroy and the nice uh, full-length oh, jumper? No, I have to say the jumper <laughs> was dispatched pretty sharpish um, on, uh, on whatever day we arrived. It was absolutely baking. It was ridiculously <laughs> hot. It's, it's yeah, it, simply, it, David. it shouldn't be that hot. It shouldn't be allowed. 
it shouldn't, but it took, it took you a little while to be persuaded to ditch the jumper. A little while. I think it was, it, think... was it was when I went upstairs to, to the bedroom in my apartment and it was about eight, 82 degrees Celsius or something. It was Oof. horrendous. Um, but uh, yeah, so the jumper had to go, but it, and we kind of got used to it a little bit. No, we didn't actually totally didn't get used to it. Um, but it did, it tailed off a bit as Saturday and Sunday were a tiny bit cooler. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it, it was hot. There, uh, there was one moment, I think, which, you know, I, I thought I'd got the heat sussed, uh, with no air conditioning. I decided to put my, uh, pillow in the fridge, uh, which worked for five minutes, gave me five minutes, decent sleep. Um, I was a bit worried what else was in there because uh, in the pre-event podcast that never actually made it on air, you, there was an awful lot yeah, of yeah, this, that, laundry being popped <laughs> in the fridge. I think that was the, <laughs> the just before I went in the shower. I mean, it was so hot. You'd go in the shower, you'd come out and literally you were sweating straight away after a cold shower. Uh, so I put my pants, socks and shirt in the <laughs> fridge as well. It was, it was, it was surprisingly refreshing. Uh, I have to say, but only briefly, because then again, you sort of moved. The briefs, the briefs yeah. were briefly refreshing. They were. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they were. Sorry. It was toasty back in the UK too, wasn't it, George? George, you know, you, you, you as always, studied the event from afar. Uh, where, where do you want to start well, on Rally Estonia? I would, I would start with Katsuta's retirement, actually, which, I mean, mm. well, first of all, okay. brilliant performance from him. Um, I was worried about him because I thought, you know, it takes years to build up those extra. And can you explain Sorry. that for people who okay. didn't uh, didn't so see K- it? Katsuto, Katsuto, obviously coming off the back of his uh, increasing performance every event, and it's and it's a measurable per- increase in performance we're seeing every event, and it concerns me that that's too much. It's too 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 big a, a step each time. It's it, you're looking for a tiny little incremental improvement, building on the experience so that you don't make any mistakes. And uh, so it concerned me that, you know, he was going to to Estonia with an idea that he could actually almost win. Um, and, and whilst I'm quite sure he's capable of pushing himself there and he has the skill level to take himself there very or very close to it now, uh, and, you know, infinitesimally close to it. Um, but... Um, the concern always is that you just make a wee mistake because you don't have that depth of experience. And it takes years to get that depth of experience. We just need to look at uh, Seb Ogier to see what that experience means and what actually how, how to quantify it. You don't need to look any further than that man. And his predecessors, you know, many, many predecessors, you can say the same thing of. They, they, they don't make these mistakes. You, you can even put that down to Ot Tanak, you know, Ot Tanak. You know, he picked up a puncture. Okay. Um, that that was maybe unlucky. Maybe he picked it up, but certainly his second mistake was just you know pushing too far, too fast. Um, at the wrong time, George. At, at, the, at the wrong, at the wrong time. time. That was time. the biggest mistake you know, for me. And, and you would say in, in two or three years' time, Otanak will not be making those mistakes. He'll be a machine. He'll be he'll be doing what Seb Ogier is capable of doing. So anyway, I was concerned about young Katsuta uh, just pushing a little bit too hard on this event, given that you know it's really really fast place and the type of accidents you have on these long fast corners can can be absolutely enormous. And then he goes and makes that little um, um, mistake, if you like. Um, I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I didn't actually manage to see any footage of the of the jump where um, where where Dan was was injured, obviously over a, over a, a bad landing on a jump. Um, Dan got a bit hurt, and and 
on the next road section they decided to retire because Dan had some, I think, did he have some numbness down one side? I read. I had some pins and needles, I think. Pins, pins and needles, probably probably just a little bit of a, a, a smack. Anyway, so the, the team did the right thing and, and withdrew him and, and, and had him checked out. But but um, at the end of the day, I'm thinking, I, I actually checked with Dan. I said, Dan, was it one of the normal jumps or was it one of these dreadful man-made things? He said, oh, it was a dreadful man-made one, George. So why on earth are the organisers of a fabulous rally in an incredible environment putting in artificial jumps, which then cause this type of issue. And then the other thing I've just hark back to, I mean, Dan's a pretty fit, not overweight person, you know. Okay, he's quite tall, so perhaps a little bit vulnerable that way. But how have we still got co-drivers getting injuries in cars uh, from jumps? You know, they're sitting on a seat, uh, well strapped in, well protected from impact, and I'll bet you that so it'll be a carbon fiber seat or a Kevlar carbon fiber seat, um, which is probably, I mean, I've not seen it, so I can't comment accurately, but in the past they've been sitting literally, you know, a few millimeters off the off the, the car floor, which in itself is a couple of millimeter thick steel. Uh there's not much below that. Perhaps a, a Kevlar, a Kevlar guard below that, not very thick, not 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 set to absorb shock. They are. And, they are now and then they're very, a good bit higher. Very, mm. They are. They, they, have been, they have been And in the new cars, they'll, they'll be even higher, won't they, David? Good. Thank goodness yeah. for that. Yeah, 15 yeah. centimetres. Yeah. Really? 15? Yeah. yeah there's, Crikey, there's, that's yeah. enormous. Well, that's brilliant. But George, here's the thing. This is one thing we really can't get into right now, but they're now 15 centimetres mm. off the floor. And I think, Cole, is it, is it only 10 centimetres from head to roof or something like that? This is the only thing, absolutely. So, And the drivers are, yes, drivers, 10 centimetres. They've, you know, they've, they've given a little more clearance from the ground in terms of where the seating is, but then they've, they've taken it from the top, which, which for some people is even more of a worry. But, but we'll not, as you say, David, get into that just now. But can I just go back to Kitsuta, George? Yes, go, go back, back to Kitsuta yeah. and say... I thought it was, he absolutely did the right thing, which can't have been easy. It oh, terribly, terribly difficult. I've said in my driver ratings, I'm not convinced, looking through history, I'm not talking about necessarily the current crop of drivers, I'm not convinced that every driver would have done the same thing, would have been so easily persuaded oh. to stop in a situation. Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced, no, David. No, I'm I not, think yeah, this one was, you know, some of these occasions, Colt, it's not, the driver doesn't have to be convinced. You know, the, the co-driver simply really, really. can't go on us, but... I've spoken to yeah. Dan a, a couple yeah. of times, and, and Dan said, Katsuta-san said, how are you? And he's like, yeah, not great. And he said, shall we carry on? No, 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 not great. Uh, and it, it was one of those moments yeah. that he just knew uh, that it wasn't uh, so it you, wasn't sensible. Yeah, play. Just, uh, George, you are, you are exactly right, George, about these jumps. Uh, and we only have to go back two years yeah, to yeah. see Elvin Evans would have broken back. Uh, and, and lots yeah. of... Of other, of other, if we go down the the entry list, there would have been numerous co-drivers, not quite as fit as as Dan uh, and Elvin, uh, who would have suffered. Um, and mm. I spoke to Omar Ave yesterday and asked about the jumps, and he said they will look at everything for next year. Uh, we've got quite a long piece. I have to say, Omar Ave is he's the guy who runs the rally, the rally director, a former driver himself, just incredibly rigorous uh in their post-event debrief they're looking at everything when i actually spoke to him yesterday he was in the middle of a forest uh on the on the grading machine going through the roads just making sure that everything was getting back to normal 
So they will look at it. Mm. The reason we had these jumps in the first place, George, was because this was a warm-up event for Finland. Um, and the, and the yeah. teams came to Estonia because they had similar style roads, uh, but it didn't quite have yeah. the jumps. So the, the organizers determined to, to, yeah. to make the event as good as they possibly could to bring the championship Look. manufacturers. They mm. added the, these, these, the, these little kickers on the top of the jumps. Uh, but the trouble is, but, more than but, little. But, but the problem <laughs> is, the, you know, you you have probably bigger jumps in Finland, but you don't have that natural profile of the road um, that that, that you need. Yeah. And they, you land past and it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a ski jumper out jumping yeah. the hill, isn't it? But yeah. David, here's here's the thing: you and I drove a number of stages, didn't we? And what, what absolutely astonished me? Look, I, I get why organisers put jumps in in front of spectator areas. You know, they, they want to sell tickets, they want to get the crowds in, all the rest. They want it to look spectacular for the television. I get that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm happy to argue there's a place for that. Mm. I, I'm not a fan of anything man-made in rallying, but I can see the need for it. But, you know, we're in the middle of the forest where you will not see a single spectator. You know, trees either side, no room for spectator is, and they put these jumps mm. in, in places where, you know, they're never going to be in that that horrible parenthesis that you and I hate, David, you know, appreciated by 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 spectators. Mm. So I think I think there's definitely there's definitely a bit of compromise that the organisers can find for the next event. They can take a whole load of them out, I'm sure. Um, and some of them, I mean, that remember we came out that yeah. quarry, David, on on the stage. What was it, stage ten? And it was like a Toblerone. It was like a massive piece of Toblerone. <laughs> it was straight up and straight down, and it was it was just. Quite ridiculous. It's just, but, it's just, just that just set a car into a somersault, just about. But, 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 like, but yeah, yeah, and the dri- only silly drivers will go over that sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and silly drivers, I remember the one on uh, is it Uria in Finland? It's, it's very similar. It's straight up, you're literally looking at the sky, and the only person to ever, and certainly in my memory, do anything silly there was Novikov, because mm-hmm. at times that's the sort of thing he did. But no, I, I think, I think, I think it's great that they're looking at them, and I think they need to look at them because. Um, they were mm. unnecessary. They were really unnecessary in places. The, the rally's got its own character now, uh, particularly with the introduction of these new stages that they put in south of, um, sorry, north of, of uh, where were we? Too early in the morning. Mm. Tartu. Thank you, David. Mm. Too early. Uh, you know, the rally is very much developing its own character. It doesn't need to replicate anything else no, I, in my I agree with that. Let's move on uh, to someone else who didn't, before we get to the positive, someone else who didn't get, shall we say, get to grips with the road, and Oik Tanak. Another another mm. disappointing rally for him. It, it absolutely was. Yeah. You know, there's no way of dressing it up. Uh, he, was, he was expected to deliver more. He was expected to deliver, to deliver back-to-back wins. Um, and, yeah, it, it was disappointing, wasn't it? He led after... The first stage proper, then a puncture, and then tried to to make up that time. It's you know we saw Tanak, didn't we, Carl, after after the first puncture. And he was he was pretty relaxed, yeah. leaning against a wall, not too stressed. You know, he dropped yeah. thirty seconds, but you kind of expected that he would just make that time back. Interestingly, that was a, it was a similar amount of time that Kali Rov and lost on the first stage proper or the second stage mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and and Cali didn't make mm-hmm. it back, uh, but you just had the sense that that Oit would would manage it. Um, yeah, he was twenty three down, David twenty three twenty four down after that stage, and you're right, you did get the feeling he would manage it. Um, and then he was, what, what, how would you describe him in the next stage? Well, Reckless, I, I, uh, you know, he only had he only had one spare, he only yeah. had one spare, 
he driven brilliantly. It's we're not talking about a rear puncture, and we often see drivers, um, you know, driving through stages at some pace with rear punctures, you know, because you can steering's at the front of the car clearly, you can control it pretty well. But when you're down to the rim on the front right to push on at the pace that Tarak achieved in that stage, took some bravery and some skill, and he did brilliantly. He did brilliantly to keep himself very, very much in the fight, and then. Lack of judgment in the next stage is all you can say. He's pushing way too hard, way, way too mm. hard. Trying to get all that time back, potentially, not in the next stage, but, you know, he had the whole rally to make up that time. Um, and I, you question the judgment. You have to question the judgment to make that mistake so soon after a brilliant bit of retrieval, if you like, in terms of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mm, absolutely, yeah. Colin. Uh, you do. I, I, we do. I haven't watched his onboard through that stage, so I, you know, I can't say if he was if he was on the ragged edge all the way through or if it was one corner that caught him out, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but it was, you, you're right, you know, he had a long time to, to pull that time back. Uh, and ultimately, it was, it was you know, the, the disappointment of a nation, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was almost, it was almost like... It denied us all an incredible battle because it would have been a, an amazing battle, I'm sure. It was, it was Estonia's own... Euro 2020 England moment, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't it coming home, wasn't. David. It wasn't it coming <laughs> home. It was coming Rome, I think, was his, pointed out was a spelling mistake, that one. Well, he, can um, George, his, he can get his revenge in uh, Finland later yeah. in the year. George, what would, what would you be saying to your driver as the boss? As the boss? <laughs> some... some Sympathising with him because he quite quite honestly he's going to need he's going to need a little bit of a little bit of uh, sympathy because he's he's got to realise just what a silly thing he's done, you know. It just although you say that you know uh, David as you said we've not looked at the in car footage I didn't look at the in car well I did actually look at the in car footage of it. Um, did he just try and? Did he think he could get away with it and get round? And there was enough room if he, if he got it wrong. There was enough room to survive and and get back on. Which quite clearly, as soon as he was off the road, he was he was finding a way back on. He wasn't going to lose much time from that incident as it was. It was only the fact that he took the radiator off coming back onto the road, mm. wasn't it? So, yeah, maybe maybe he thought that was a place that he could push. I mean, he'd be he'd be thinking, okay, sixteen, seventeen seconds down, eh. Uh, I need to get a you know a second or, or two every stage here because he doesn't he doesn't actually think he's going to get five or six seconds on any stage. It's going to be he's going to have to nibble on every single stage. So that's what would have led him into into pushing on that stage even with just one spare rather than just taking that holding pattern. Um, so mm. yeah, yeah, it's easy easy to make that. What, what would I say to my driver? I'd say well I'll take a refund of. Uh, uh, a tenth of your fee, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but but David, David, what, what do you think? I mean, it's an interesting thought, George, you know, because things so, are beginning to look a little bit tricky for Hyundai, you know, in terms of the manufacturers. Uh, you know, they, they, they were very, very close, you know, ridiculously close to a great result in Safari. And this one was a bit of a banker for them. Bream, they knew, would go well. Tanak had to be the favourite. Um, you know, hi, Adamo must be if he didn't have a few harsh words, he did well to keep them in because he must be bitterly disappointed. They could have been back in the fight, and what's happened? Yeah. They've slipped I, farther I, behind. I don't Toyota. really see how you can say that, Cole. When you know they were up against Toyota, uh, arguably the fastest, 
fastest fast rally car that has has been no, made. David, I tell you why you can say it. No, 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 but no, no, we can we can easily say it because we know how quick that car is in those conditions. We saw it in Sweden. Obviously, it's snow and ice, but similar, fast uh, and flowing. Uh, we saw it last year. Uh, we saw it very much in Estonia eight months ago. It was a Breen. Well, uh, uh, sorry, um, it was a one-two for for Hyundai. We know that that car is quick. We but know it, it's quick. And you can't, you, you, he was favourite. There's no No, he wasn't. Tanak How can he favorite. be, Cole? Kelly Rovenpera oh. was right there with him. David, Kelly Rovenpera yeah. was there with him. I agree with that entirely. He was there with him. But, but given, even with that 23, 24 seconds he was down after stage two, I'd have still put money on Tanak getting that time I'd back. Have, I'd have still put money on Kelly. No, well, I, I think I think Tanak would have been there or thereabouts. You look at his time, as you quite rightly pointed out to me on Saturday. On Friday. A minute. Now, it's very, and I, I refuse, Saturday, yeah. I refuse Saturday, I refuse to actually put too much into that, those, those Saturday times because it's entirely different situations. Um, you know, one driver fighting for the win, the other one fighting to prove that he wasn't a halfway on the Friday <laughs> and that he could have won. Um, it's very different, but he was a minute quicker Wait, than anyone. That than was, anyone. The, the data on that was slightly erroneous, Cole. Uh, he wasn't. I, I went back and checked. It? I think it was about forty seconds or something. Don't tell me these Sorry. things unless you're sure of them, David. Because you know I, I quote you. I as remember. Being gospel. I, I remember when you were saying that in the review, still, thinking, "Oops, that don't look good." Still, no, I, forty I, seconds is still enormously it, impressive. You know, Cole. I, I, I've just I, got to I, say it. I think you're. I think you're wrong. For Hyundai to go to a really quick rally and expect to dominate, expect to pull a lot of points back on a team like Toyota, where we know that they have a very, very, very strong car. We know that they have Sebastian Ogier, one of the, the most canny drivers who can pull a rally round and pick up some points, you know. David! David, David, the only driver who drove that car quicker than the Hyundai's was Robin Perra. Both Evans and Ogier were disappointing. Disappointing in their Toyota. So I, I, I'm, I'm not accepting the fact that, that you're saying that the Toyota was quicker. It was quicker in the hands well, of. Hang Robert on, that wasn't Berra. that wasn't the question. The question was, there's, you know, would would Hyundai expect? It was foolish for them to expect to go and and, and dominate I, on I a rally think it was like this at all. Ah, well, I, I don't think that's that, that's just another bit of speculation, isn't it? Because we don't know what Hyundai were expecting. Were, were they were they shouting from the top of the trees? We're going to win this. We're going to get a one-two. I suspect not. Mm. They would no, be going. No, no. They they would be going, hoping that they could get the very best possible result. And at the moment, I suspect they're just happy to. To, to get themselves back on a, a level playing field, get themselves back on some some concrete type of performance and reliability platform, and then uh, and they then... haven't got time for that, George. They haven't got time for that. They have to start winning rallies. They haven't got time for that. Well, they they, they, the drivers' championship it's, it's, is now just... is now out of reach. They have to start winning rallies, otherwise we're going to give Toyota. In Latvala's first year, the double. The, no, it's very, I, it's very possible. I think you know that at this stage, when we've still got five rounds, nothing is is out of reach. You know, if if four, according to I don't know if Tanak got his maths wrong, but he said four at the end of the event. Does he know something we don't? Well, I suppose he's, he's wondering if Japan will happen. But you know, I'm sure there's there's time. If Japan doesn't yeah. happen, there is time to find a a replacement. Um, but you know, at one yeah. DNF from from. From Ogier is enough to kind of pull everybody back into it. Uh, true. Um, true, but true. yeah, I. I'm, be, I'm being cantankerous, David. Yeah. It's very early. 
It's fairly early. I like I'm it. still in bed. I like it. Who, who else is still in bed? Who else is still in bed? No, Any I, of you? I actually had to my stand up one. and walk out to the garden to my studio. But it's a glorious morning, I have to say, in the UK. Can we um, can we open that lovely big dusty tome that we have in the WRC history section? Look where that brand new page is being turned over, and uh, the brand new name of Kalarov and Pera written as a as a, a winner and the youngest ever and boy that page is going to fill up over the years isn't it yeah he's he's undoubtedly it's the first of, of very many wins um <coughs> excuse me we talked about this a lot and it, the thing that was was marked was the speed that he found uh incredible speed immediately yeah. and then the control that he asserted over the event he's so cool yeah, he was <laughs> he really you is. know not yeah, totally, at no point totally did you fear that that things could go wrong? He took everything in his in his stride. Uh, okay, it, it was a little ragged at times, David. But you're right. You, you never felt it was going to go particularly wrong. But it, it was. He had some big big moments, particularly that corner that Sean Johnson had mm. his enormous enormous crash on. And thank goodness Sean and Alex are okay. Um, Robin Perra had a big one there as well. If you watch the onboards, but he was he was yeah. assured, wasn't he? He was assured, and he was he he, he just. just he knew it was his. You knew it was his before the event. But it, that's, you, that's you were, you kind were. of my thing, Col, is that I genuinely believed that he he now it's just insane. But you talked to to Sebastian Ogier about it, and I said to Seb, you know, what about this victory? And he said, well, actually, you know, joking aside, he's been driving for thirteen years, uh, and it's easy to forget that. And mm-hmm. okay, only eighteen, seventeen, eighteen months at the very highest level, but the guy has got so much experience of how cars work and clearly so much mm. if we believe in natural ability he's got that in spades hasn't he and he's got a character and and, and, and a temperament that nothing will ruffle him you look at you know one thing that was incredible Cole, when we were doing an interview with him or just chatting to him at the finish uh i think it was andreas mickelson was going over the ramp uh, for, and, and celebrating winning wrc2 and those ridiculous fireworks went off, and you and I jumped again about six inches into the air. <laughs> Kelly Rompera, these showing your age maybe, now. These, maybe, these maybe bombs were exploding just you know thirty foot in the air. He didn't even flinch, and he just think, "Crikey, you know, no. he is one very, very, very cool customer." Uh, he is, but but George, I, I, you know, back in your day when when you were you know just getting into rallying, and then when you were you're building your career in rallying. It was very much the, the, the norm that the drivers had to serve their apprenticeship, didn't they? And you didn't expect to see winners until, what, maybe their mid-20s, well, maybe even late-20s. I mean, Craig, even, even now, Colin, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the top drivers um, haven't, haven't won a rally until they're pretty well 30. I mean, yeah, Marcus Gronholm, uh, okay, I suppose it's, it's now 20 years, 20 years old, really, in terms of his professional uh, uh, career. Um, but he, um, yeah, he didn't win his first rally until he was well over thirty. Uh, how, is that how to do with skill, was, how, though, George, or is that just to do with the fact, or is that to do with the fact that a team's taken a chance on a young driver and it's opportunity? It, taking a chance on a young driver yeah. is is very very difficult, and it's and it's fraught with difficulty. I mean, look look at uh, look at Esapeka, look at Sunan, and and mm. there's dozens and dozens of drivers that you can actually highlight. You know, they win one rally or they, they perform very well for a couple of events, and then it just all goes to crap. And it's, that's basically what happens there is they start to try and step ahead of their own experience, and they then get confused as to where they are. 
I mean, I'm sure we can talk about Timo sooner than later in the event, but I mean, the, it, the drivers get confused and befuddled by, by their own circumstance. And we've seen it many times. Very, very few of them have got the, the temerity to, to pull it through and, and, and deliver um, this type of, of ice-cold, ice-cool performance that, that Cali did, which is, you know, I mean, it genuinely is. I mean, the, the sort of performance we saw from him would, was, was Ogier-esque, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. But as, as, and I think Ogier's right. You know, Cali has been driving cars for 15 years, and that's what counts for everything. He's probably been driving cars longer than Timo Sunanen, mm. potentially. You know, <laughs> in terms of kilometers, he might have more kilometers than Timo Sunanen. I don't know, but you know, it's all to do with just what you've got under your belt, mm. and and it is, it is rallying is odd like that. That's why I worry about Katsuta because you know he's he's, he's pushing out. I think you know his his performance is even more remarkable than Cali's in some ways, to my mind. Um, George. George. Can I, can I argue with you there? I'm in, I'm in quite a cantankerous mood this morning. That's not okay. good, is it, guys and girls? No, that's good. Just we like roll it. Roll over and well, go back to sleep. As so long, so long, <laughs> so long as you're wrong and we can all shout you down, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, good. No, I probably am wrong, but, but I, I disagree with you on the on the what's under your belt bit. Um, I think I think I think, I think he's I think Cali's proving that that um, with certain individuals who have a certain God-given talent. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily about what's hey, look, under the belt. It's about on. what you can. What you've got in your head, and he's oh, got in his head. It's absolutely, it's but yes, but also yeah. he's been gifted a huge amount of experience from a professional yes. driver, his dad, who basically yeah. put him into all these cars and told him what he needed to be doing. Mm. Um, so right. you know, you know, it, it, and he's obviously got the personality where he can listen to that, take it in, process it, and fire. Out, Excuse me a second, I've got a cat making a noise in the room. <laughs> Have you got have you got the litter tray there, George? No, but he, he <laughs> likes he likes chomping on. Um, he likes chomping on cellophane. <laughs> this is a this is a totally different uh, side of you, George Donaldson, that uh, others are seeing. I mean, I've seen you playing with this little kitten, and uh, yeah, it was yeah. a totally different George Donaldson I saw then. Ah uh, well, a lovely, a lovely little. Cat. I never had a cat before, actually. We've we, we've had dogs, and we actually just lost our dog, actually, not long oh, after we got oh, the cat. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, that happens. It was old, and and uh, uh, it was time, sadly. But anyway, the, the little cat is gorgeous. Now, we, now he's scratching at the door to get back in. God save us. He's, Welcome um, to Country File. <laughs> country File, yeah, absolutely. Um, so any, anyhow, so so Colin, it, 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 I think I'm right. It is, it is down to an experience. Whether you right get that well, experience uh, behind the wheel, whether you actually get it anecdotally from your instructor. And remember that driving, um, motorsport, rally specifically, one of the few sports where, where there's very little coaching undertaken. Um, so uh, he's been coached. He's absolutely been a he's a coached driver, mm-hmm. and uh, here's the thing that that's I, worth I, a huge amount, yeah. I think. And I think that's right. and that's why we've got him where he is. I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's sure he's remarkable. Sure he's amazing, but he's a he's a he's a a product of the sum total of all the parts that's been put into him, and it's it's immense. And I think that was Seb, Seb's point was was that. So um, very good. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, Ta- Tanak, I've just done some quick maths. I think Tanak was twenty nine when he took his first win. I think Elvin was 
you know, give or take a few days, more or less the same age. Yeah. Nine years younger. Wow. You, you look at Toivonen was 24, Latvala was 22, Rovan Pera is 20, all Finns, three of them. Um, is that it? I, can you guys see that record being yeah. beaten? It's hard. Can, can yeah. you, Dave? Genuine. Yeah, but, uh, why, why, why did you say that? I mean, from, from everything that George has said, <coughs> excuse me. you'd have to it, suggest it. And it's, it's the opportunity thing that you uh, mentioned there, David, as well, is the fact that you can prove to a team that you're responsible enough at that age well, to get it. behind the wheel. And the opportunity. The op- Kelly was, was fortunate. The opportunity is with Toyota. Uh, David, how, I, I, well, I don't I, see it being beaten. Yeah, but he's, really uh, not, he's, tw- he's anyway. 20 and quite a few days, Cole, so... You know who's to say that, that who's to say that Kelly's son uh, isn't going yeah, to? Be, you know, yeah, Kelly yeah, could have yeah. won uh, Estonia last year. He could have won. You know, That's it, it, it's quite yeah. Fantastic. But also, you, let, let's let's it? imagine that Kelly was driving for Hyundai on on the part drive system that that uh, that Hyundai no, operated. No, it wouldn't happen then. The previous the previous four events that he'd had would that have kept him in a drive, or would he have been dropped for Breen? Or or uh, or Danny Sordo, on the basis of the previous four yeah, events. Yeah, but those 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 four it's, events, I can't remember exactly, but only really Croatia was his fault, wasn't it? Doesn't matter. You you make your own luck. That's the yeah, story. Yeah, well, you know, you'd have to say Safari was Safari mm. was his fault. Others got yeah, through that fashion. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get through. That it. does kind um, of nod just quite nicely onto Craig Breen. Surely he should have a full time drive next year. Yeah, he yeah. certainly deserves it, doesn't yeah. he? And that was some speed. I remember talking to Adamo before the event and, and saying to Andrea, you know, what do you expect from Craig? And he said the same, what he did last year. You know, he, if you look back to what he did with that second place last year, he hadn't been in the car since, I think, GB, so almost the same 10 months earlier. Um, and so he got back in the car and did it again. But the difference was, of course, this time, that just a couple of weeks before, Everybody else had been in the car in Safari. A couple of weeks before that, everybody had been in the car mm. in Sardinia. A couple of weeks before that, everybody had been in the car in Portugal. He hadn't. But yeah. what he had done is he had been in Latvia on Rally Leopaya in, in an R5 car. Um, so he'd had some seat time, uh, but just in the wrong car, but yeah. on the right roads. Uh, but regardless... Poland was a good yeah. one for him. Yeah, Poland exactly, was really exactly. fast. And that, 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 was, that was, okay, the wrong car, as you say, but Poland was, a, a, in some ways, a very similar rally, it, yeah, wasn't it, David? So, And Latvia is but, as well. But, you but know, the pressure... Quick roads. Yeah, true. But, but the pressure was on him. The pressure was on Breener. And I, mm. I, I, I never fail to be amazed by how he deals with it. He, he stays very, very calm. He still quite clearly, you know, enjoys the experience, even with that amount of pressure, knowing that, you know, it is the shop window, it is his one... One opportunity to shine potentially, he'll get another one, I'm sure, in Finland. Um, but his demeanour always amazes me, Craig Breen. He, he is a joy to be around, and, and with the pressure that's on him. Well, all the that pressure that. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, sorry, Colin, I'm interrupting you. There. Yeah, no, go on, go on, go well, I was just going to say, I mean, just to echo your point, is you know, you've been talking about uh, M Sports drives for next year. Surely, to goodness, Craig Breen's available. Mm-hmm. You know. He- Surely, to goodness, he's worth a full-time drive in in that new Ford. You look at that, and and you kind of think, actually, you're dead right there, Cole. Because sometimes we overlook Craig Breen, don't we? Uh, and Craig just delivers these astonishing performances. There was huge pressure on on everybody, on on Calais and on Oit. And once Craig was into that position, the pressure was massive for him to stay there, uh, and he just did it. And again, the same as Calais, you never really doubted it. 
It was uh, there was a there was a bit of a it, moment on the Saturday night where he tapped or s- slapped one yeah, of the rocks. Tapped. Uh, it, it was, was a boulder. It was you know I I tried to say to Adamo after that you know surely you know it, was, it, it must have been a heart and mouth moment mm. for all of the, the Hyundai team, but they must have taken some encouragement from the fact that that car just didn't crumple. I've never seen a car hit such an enormous rock and continue on. It was. It was half the size of the front of the car. It was yeah. enormous. And, you know, the boulder moved, which I guess is probably why it did survive. You know, it moved. Um, but, you know, other than that, he, he looked very assured. He didn't, you know, Robin Perra looked ragged at times. Breen didn't. Breen didn't look ragged at no, all in the stages. He was absolutely bang on, inch perfect on every corner. His judgment was perfect. Uh, you know, he, he, he did a great job. He did a fantastic job, and, and it just seems wrong that he's not And doing also, more don't forget, you know, he jumped into that car with only one day of testing on the Pirellis, on the, on the Scorpions. Yeah. And on to, so, so yeah. again, and, and had absolutely no issues with those tyres, which is a great testament and compliment to what Pirelli have, have done with them. Um, and, yeah, no, it was, it was a startling performance. Uh, again, but it shouldn't be because he did exactly the same ten months ago. So fingers, fingers crossed. Who's he's is he John, in for? He's in for Ypres. Of course, he is in for Ypres. That's one that I'm really looking forward to. I have to say, Ypres, Ypres is quite exciting. Yeah. Ypres could be a big, big, big result for Hyundai. It could be the big mm. one they need, couldn't it? You know, it's got to be. Neville's it's got to be, be one, two, three. Got to be, be favourite. One, two, three. I've won that one, rally. One, two, three, I've won that one, two, rally four times, Colin. That stopped you dead, didn't it? <laughs> what, what did you say, George? I've won that rally four times as a team manager. He's rubbing his uh, ears there. Wow. No, my, 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 literally, my headphones just, just broke up as you were saying that. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, it's, it's the most remarkable event tactically as well. The weather can change so quickly. Uh, the, the options with tyres. Um, yeah, I think that was one so, of the... So here's the thing. Here's the thing, George and David. Mm. You know... Alan Panas, okay, so we, 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 I don't think we're ever going to find out exactly, exactly what happened there, I and I with Alan Panas, but would you not fight tooth and nail to keep him on for one more event, you know, for, for, for Ypres? Surely that would well, no, yeah, but that's the one event he probably mm-hmm. can't work on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, probably. I mean, as, as, as I was making that point, that is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we talk about M Sport? Yep. Yep. A slightly mixed bag for M Sport. Mm. Uh, great, great speed from Gus Greensmith again. You know, I really feel that we are genuinely getting somewhere now with Gus. Um, superb times on the, the Friday morning. Then a problem which put him out with the engine, I think, water pump, something like that. Uh, and, you know, from, from there on, he was first on the road through Saturday uh, and by some spark plug miracle was not first on the road on Sunday. Uh, and, uh, but just, you know, delivered a very encouraging event. And I think that Gus, by the end of the year, could be one that we're talking about a bit more. Um, it's it's incredible, remarkable the amount of progress that he's made with Chris Patterson alongside him. And this is, you know, it's absolutely not to the detriment of Elliot Edmondson, as we said a hundred times. You can't buy experience. Um, but Chris Pat's got in the car and, and just is controlling the, the, the way the car works uh, in terms of envir- working environment, if you like. 
uh, and Gus is clearly responding to it. Uh, Quite often, it's just a change yeah. that, that that occasions that. I mean, you know, it's not not even down to the. the not, I'm taking away anything from Chris. Far yeah. from it, but um, you know, it can just be a change. You know, and and Chris will come in with his, you know, with a fresh perspective, and it just it just re reinvigorates the whole the whole atmosphere inside the car. Here's what I found quite interesting. When we were talking to him, was it Saturday night, David? And Gus said uh, it was whatever stage it was. That's the one that Chris told me, you know, it's basically or mm. bust on this one. Mm. So the, the, you know, I thought crumbs, crumbs. So it's the co-driver that's telling you which stages you're going to attack and which ones you're going to, to let it all hang out on. That That's, that's an unusual, well, yeah. as I can see it, quite an unusual situation, well, but it shows the trust, the absolute trust that he's got in Patterson to make the right calls. and. I've seen it before, and I always said it about Chris Meek. What what really concerned me at times about Chris Meek was his judgment and his ability to make the right decisions at the right times. And there was no no doubting Chris Meek's talent and his ability and his bravery and his speed. For me, his judgment sometimes let him down, um, and, and it's a big big thing. You know, judgment is part of the part of the the if you like the um, you know the the ranges of experience that you need to be a successful rally driver and and. You know, I, I, I kind of feel that, that it was the same with, with Greensmith. Greensmith lacked judgment, good judgment at times. And Chris Patterson being in the car there... Yeah, he'll certainly, he'll certainly bring as, that, Colin, 100%. You know, and it's yeah. so important. It's, and, and it doesn't matter how talented you are. And we've seen, I've already mentioned Novikov. We've seen drivers <clears> like Novikov in the past who are blindingly fast, have appallingly <clears> bad judgment. Um, and they go nowhere. They go absolutely nowhere. So um, it is encouraging, really encouraging from Greensmith. I, I'm not sure how far he can go. Um, can he win stages? Yeah, I think he probably can. Can he win rallies? Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. But what he has to do is continue to improve. Like Katsuta, as you said, George, Katsuta is showing us rally after rally, you know, incremental steps forward. No really big steps backwards this year. That's been the big thing for me about Katsuta. He hasn't taken any mm. steps backwards. And if Greensmith can follow in that mould, steps forward, steps forward, steps forward, without enormous leaps backwards, then you know we, we can't say where that's going to stop. And that might well stop when he gets to a, a performance level that allows him to push for wins. We'll have to wait and see. But the one who ain't pushing for wins, David, George, Lisa, is Sunan. Yeah, yeah. World time You have to feel for him. You have to feel for him. He's lost. He's completely he lost. And either, uh, very, very difficult to get that reset as well, I suspect, at this point. It's... It, very, very difficult. And if he goes into Finland in, in this same kind of mindset, he's going to struggle, really struggle. And the frustration a little bit. So what's, it, what's his next event? I then? think he is doing IPA in the Rally 2 car, and then they haven't made any decisions for for Finland yet. But, you know, the frustration for me is that we've seen Temu have speed in the past. We've seen him progress towards what we thought would be rally winning potential. Um, and it's just it it's gone now. It just he just seems lost. Can he can he get it back? Broken. I don't know. But the frustration is that he talks for me. He talks too much about not having enough testing, not having enough preparation time. You know, Tamu, deal uh, with it yeah. because there are other drivers. Yeah, look at Breen. Just look at Craig Breen. Look at Craig and, Breen. And, no time on the tires. No he, testing. Exactly. Gets in the car. And Adrian Formo has you know has had a lot more testing yeah. for sure, a lot more seat time, but. You know, not as much as he would have wanted. Um, and it, they had a good, you know, they had a day and a half of testing before Estonia. That's, you know, a good chunk of time. Um, and, you know, yeah. 
But there was there wasn't even no, a glimpse of anything, David. Even if we could look back and say, "Look at that stage. No. Look at that stage." He decided he was going to let he, it all hang yeah, out on no. that stage, and look at that's what he can do. Yeah, there wasn't even that. He finished seven minutes, <laughs> seven minutes off the winning time, without 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 giving us anything to get positive mm. about. In fact, he gave me a whole load more to be worried about. He he was in that that media zone on Saturday night, David, mm. broken. He was broken. Oh, you... He was broken. And and I hate to see drivers like that because A, it makes you feel a little guilty about asking particular questions, but B, it makes you concerned, concerned yeah. for them. You know, that they are as broken as, as, as Sunanen looked. He's, as a, you know, he's fundamentally, right. he's a lovely guy uh, and, a, and a really nice fella, but he, something needs to change. I don't know if we've now gone too far and he can pull this one back. You would have to say that it looks, yeah. it, it looks to be the case because... Estonia is somewhere that he should have been on the podium. He absolutely should. That car, yeah. you know, the, the pace that Greensmith found in that car early doors when everybody was still in the event to do a fourth, I think it was a fourth and a fifth fastest time. It's, it counts. And you could look mm. at it and say, oh yeah, but it was only the super special that he was fourth quickest on. It doesn't matter. You know, last year, Temu, I think it was Temu not quickest on the to super special in Estonia last year. Everybody's, you know, pushing a little bit and having a go. The car's got the speed, um, and well, he's he's, he's had these unfortunate, you know, unfortunate mistakes that, that he's repeated and repeated, yep. and he's now got himself into this situation where he's just a bit terrified. Look, a reset is possible if if he gets how, the opportunity. How, it's a, it's, it, it it just is. It just yeah, no. But how needs, how would you suggest he, he does it? Does he step away well, for a bit, or you know, and go and do something to, different? Or you don't need to step away. You just need to actually. Um, I, mean, I, I would say go to a sporting psychologist. Mm. Actually, is the way to do it. Yeah, fins, fins, fins aren't really big into the way that, to do it. are they, George? Well, they are actually. Tommy had a sporting psychologist. I would say Marcus had a sporting yeah, no, psychologist. I'm looking back further a few years um, earlier. Yari Matti certainly had a sporting psychologist. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't imagine Marco so Alenko to, to a sporting psychologist. Yeah. No, absolutely. And there's sorry, ex- I do, there's where you're exactly 100%. wrong. There's where you're exactly wrong because. Because he was the king and he would be his own psychologist. Yes, that's very true. Absolutely true. No, I was completely wrong. But, you know, the one potentially saving grace for for Temu is the fact that he's backed by Timo Jocchi. And and I'm sure, you know, if Timo Mm -hmm. Jocchi believes, uh, then he he will find a way. But somebody just then mentioned, you know, taking a break, doing something else. Is Esa Pekalapi not testament to exactly that? He took a break, went away, built himself a house, came back, and look what he did. You know, admittedly. Actually, I was going to say in a, in a different kind of competitive field, arguably in an even more competitive field uh, with with young guns coming through in Rally 2, WRC 2, and people yeah. like Mikkelsen and Ostberg, he came and he, he wiped the floor with them. He did. Interesting. But he's still Interesting. not. He's still not. He's still not sitting with the opportunity. No, but he's putting himself um, in a far stronger mm-hmm. position than than Lappy is right now. Then, sorry, then then he's farther reason. up the list. Way farther up the list. Yeah. Way Absolutely. farther up the yeah, list. He is definitely for the seats that are available. I need to point but, um, something out to you all. Um, f- I think for the first time, this is uh, about the fifty fourth podcast that we've made for Dirtfish.com. and for the first time ever, we've actually gone through our list. And ticked everything no, off. Not. No, we've got one, one more thing to add to it. But so far, we have actually ticked off nearly everything on the list, apart from Thierry Neuville. Is that what you were going to yeah. say there, Cole? 
Yeah, yeah, because I'm outraged by it. I'm completely outraged by, by it. By what? And I'm not outraged. I'm outraged by the, the fact that... That he did it uh, or that he got he's, fined? He's been, no, not that he did it, because every single rally driver... David made this point to me on Sunday evening. And Sorry, he's we should explain right. this as well in case someone's going, so, so Yeah, so he's, he's, he's late into the penultimate stage. Something has happened, and we... We're yet to get to the bottom Start of that. Adamo says, it was, it was okay, so he, he was late. And remember, he's, he's in a reasonably close battle with, with uh, Seb Ogier for third place. And, and, you know, and he is clearly going to be late to the next time control. As it turned out, he was under a minute late, 10-second penalty. Uh, but to do that, to get to that time control, he had to drive flat out. And I mean flat out, 190 kilometers an hour. That car won't go an awful lot faster than that on a public road, where the limit was 90 kilometres an hour. Now, that is utterly reckless, yeah. utterly reckless. But that is a decision that the driver makes. And the driver makes that decision based on a number of different inputs. As I say, it's, it's all about decision-making. It's all about choices. Um, now, I have no issues with that. As I had no issues with Sebastian... So what do you mean you, what do you, mean you don't have... What do you mean, not yeah. got an issue. I, I don't have issues with a driver choosing to make that decision. I have issues with... On the a fact public that, road. That, that, choosing to make that decision. What, what my point mm. is that until the FIA stewards take serious action against a top driver and make them think, so faced with that situation again, either Ogier or Neuville or Tanak or any of our top drivers are going to say... Well, I'm going to get a fine and slap across the wrist, but I hold on to my third place. I hold on to my third place. They need to be penalising these massive transgressions with either with, with, with points or time penalties. Points or time penalties are the only thing that will stop drivers yeah. from behaving in that kind of manner. If you know you're going, to make a, you're going to get a minute's time penalty for driving at that utterly reckless speed, you're just going to take your time and get there and maybe get a 30-second penalty for being three minutes I late. You know, it's, 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 it's bonkers. The, the stewards are letting themselves down. They are letting themselves down. They are letting the FIA down. The FIA campaign for road safety does not sit with a, with a, a fine for driving at 100 kilometres an hour over the speed limit. Something needs to change. I think you just wrong. just need to clarify there, Colin, you don't, when you said you don't have a problem with the drivers making their own decisions to do that, you know, Fun fundamentally, we, well, we yeah. do. You know, no, no, no. I think, I think, I think. What, Colin? Can I, can I just clarify? You, you don't mind them doing it so long as they're punished appropriately. Yeah, but we've got to mind them doing it. How can we accept that? I understand. I understand. How can we accept that? No, no, you're right. But if they're, but if, but I, I get Colin's point that if they're going to do it, they do need to be punished massively. And I like, I love the phrase that they use. They could not avoid overspeeding in order not to be late at time control twenty three. Well, you can, yeah, you can avoid overspeeding. You, can. Yeah. you just if and the time has got. You cannot claw back. Yes, you you're looking to claw back second. We we all know that. But effectively, if you've got a problem that has put you in the wrong place to be somewhere some minutes down the line, yes, you can speed to get there. But that's that's still not not working. You, you, that's no. The, the only reason they speed is because they know they're yeah. going to get away with yeah. it, 100%. and they know they're going to get away with it until until the stewards actually. You know, it, it, listen, I, I, Ollie Christian Baby was a silly boy and their team, well, they were badly advised. But he got a six-month ban for something which was a little bit grey. No, 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 that wasn't grey, Cole. That was absolutely black okay. and white, 100%. <laughs> well, well he, he'll, he'll, okay, okay, I agree with you, but it was, it, he'll say it was a little bit grey. But he got a six-month ban for breaking 
COVID rules, mm. breaking COVID rules. You know, and they can turn around and say, well, you know, he could have infected X number of people. Well, goodness knows what would have happened if someone had pulled out in front of a rally car Absolutely. doing 190 kilometers an hour. Goodness knows what could have, if we're talking what yep. could have happened, which is why Baby got his six-month ban, what could have happened with a rally car doing over 100, well, 100 kilometers an hour over the speed limit on a public road? I'm sorry. We have to be firm we do, with this. You know, we, we, we talk, sorry to jump in, Nicole, we talked a lot about, you know, and we jokingly said, you know, it was, it used to be great. It used to be incredible. I remember, you know, going out on events with my father and you'd see, you know, Colin on a British championship round where they'd changed the gearbox at the side of the road and he would come flatting past at ridiculous speed. And he would, it was just incredible. It was fantastic. But it was also 20 years ago, at least. And many fewer um, cars on the road. Exactly, Lisa. And, you know, we live in a different world today. This is not acceptable. It is not. And the, the FIA, the FIA are in a different position. They're, they're, they're you know, they're, the campaign for road safety is very much their number and, one And they priority. are tracking these cars. So it, it's very, very, very straightforward here. You know, if you speed in a pit lane, on a formula in a Formula One race, you get penalised. If you speed on a road section, you get penalised. If you do it three times, you lose your licence for the next event. It's straightforward. As uh, I understood that the, the the stewards were slightly limited in what they could do. I don't believe they could give a time penalty. Then yeah, the rules need to change. Maybe I understood. Georgia. They can change that rule. That's dead yeah. easy to change it or or in, interpret it differently. If I'd been the steward, I certainly would have been trying to interpret it differently. And, and, and as you say, I would, I would, I would, I would have given them a, a thirty-second penalty. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. End off. Yeah, and, Bang. That, and that'll stop. That'll stop it happening yeah. in the future. Exactly. George. It's simple. It'll stop simple it happening. It's, it's yeah. difficult though, George. Oh, sorry, sorry Terry. I like you, but but George, you, you know, right. George, don't you? You've been in exactly that position where you've got essentially you've got three minutes to do a six-minute road section, and you're it's the mindset yep. of the driver is just to crack on, isn't it? Absolutely. And. Unless they know they're going well, to be severely exactly. punished for I mean, it, I, I presume it was up. a relatively quiet bit of road. I mean, maybe in, in, How in does relative he know that? terms. And, and we're not trying to, we're not trying to quantify no. it particularly, but you know, I mean, maybe it was a very, very quiet bit of road with not very many junctions. How many times has he been maybe along that exactly road, though, George, to know that yeah. as a fact? You know, and the reason that the reason that, but George, at least the, four but, times, but, yeah, Lisa. So. But George, there's a reason. There is also a reason why the speed limit was set for that. Lisa, that, that I was speed. trying to say, I'm yeah. not trying to quantify no. it in those terms. He's made the judgment. We're all in agreement. There's a penalty. Bang, done. They won't do it again. There's a tracker in the car. They can't get away with it. I mean, but it's he knew it as he was doing it, he was going to get caught. But we don't need. But he also had an idea that well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get a ten-second yeah. road penalty for being late. Uh, I'll limit it to that. If it's twenty, that's me back in the clutches of of Seb. So that's that that's me lost my third place. So there's no point, you know, if, if, everything to everything to lose at that point. There's a chance I won't get a time penalty from the stewards. I'll just get a fine and a, a reprimand. I'm going to go but for every, it. So every, every, that's exactly, that's yeah, exactly, exactly every right. and, and, and guess what? Guess what? It paid but off. But every great now decision. and then, George, good decision from you know, Every now and then, our sport demonstrates that we are back with the dinosaurs here. You know, yeah. we have we Absolutely. have the data mm-hmm. on this. You know, you don't as to go reference a Formula One racing, and you don't get drivers trying to beat the speed limiter. They just don't because they know they can't. No. So why? Because they know. Yeah. And, and why? Why are our guys? Why, why are yeah. our guys still of, um, under the illusion that we, you can we, get away I, with it? Because because they can yeah. because and we have we have quite clearly established that mm-hmm. they can get away yeah. with it. What you're what, as as a factory driver in that situation, 
what you are absolutely keeping everything crossed for is a is a lenient a, steward, a, a fine, a fine, mm, no, a fine, yeah. a fine, any sort of fine. You know, I mean, whether it's two grand or twenty grand or even fifty grand, you know, it's it's manufacturer points. It keeps you in the drivers' championship. But here's the thing, though. Time. Give them a time penalty. Yeah. Would a driver further it. down he the running order it. have uh, no been treated the same way? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, he it, would not. yeah, but they, they, it, it would have flagged up a speeding offence. Um, yeah, they would. You t- take a look down the, the stewards' reports. Yeah, you find true. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Okay. You find it all the time. Yes, so Lisa, yes, everybody gets but treated. But interestingly, though, we've, no, nobody gets away with we've anything. We've now got Ogier, Tanak, and Neville on a suspended ban for next year. For very different reasons. Road accident for Ogier. Yeah. Tanek was the punctures in Monty. I mean, how is yeah. that? You know, yeah. we've seen footage of Tanek, who Tanek drove very, very sensibly down that bit of road uh, on, on three freely rotating tyres. How is that the same as driving at 190 kilometres an hour through a, a 90 kilometre an hour? Yeah. That is, there's, I agree. Yeah, there's, there's questions that need to be answered here. 100%. And if you've got uh, questions totally. that need to be answered, hashtag Dirtfish Rally is the way to get in touch with us. See what I did there? Very smooth. Yeah. That's called a segue. <laughs> uh, on to the uh, the big thanks for listening to this episode of Spin the Rally Pod. Colin, David, George, thank you very much. Thank you for getting up early. Not a problem. No bother. No bother. It's got, it's got me out and about nice and early yep. this morning, at least. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Thank you very much. 